Yeah, you don't want to be like a freeloader. You want to be of use to someone and of use to the culture, to the country, you know. Aloha! Aloha, Terrell! Aloha, Deidre! And aloha to everyone out there too! Yes, aloha to you folks! Because right now, we are about to dive into some pretty interesting topics. Once relationships and hardships. To one's childhood and trip down memory lane. That's right, we are ready to talk it all. So join us in our show, DT Talks. Aloha guys and welcome to another episode here with us at DT Talks. So we hope you were able to tune in to our previous episode where we talked about juggling life while in school and also after school during this time of the pandemic. Yes indeed, Deidre. And like I'm really grateful that we we're able to have our previous episode. You know, we we're able to talk about graduation experiences as mm-hmm. well as class experiences being online during this pandemic and it is a great way to prepare us for what it is to come and for these kind of experiences i feel like we're able to adapt for what it is in the future you know yeah i agree we definitely learned a lot from that episode yeah for sure and like oh i forgot to mention aloha to you guys (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm sure they're saying aloha as well definitely (laughs) i mean hopefully of course (laughs) hey terrell i have a question for you yes what what's up what's the question okay so how are you liking hawaii right now well i think hawaii has always been somewhere that I've always wanted to be at, you know, being at school at BYU Hawaii. And I feel like this place, at first, I had high expectations. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But I feel like it's it's alright. If you're just a tourist and you're only going to be here for a few days or a few weeks, then it's fine. <laughs> but so far, being here for a year, I feel like it's it's okay. <laughs> Aww. So would you say you feel at home there in Hawaii? Well, I feel like because I accept myself even more than before. And mm-hmm. I feel like Hawaii will be some sort of home because, you know, I have a lot of friends here and I make a lot of connections. I think that's Mm, one of the ways I feel like it will be a home because you can freely have conversation with your friends and then build yourself Mm -hmm. more connections with them and you know it helps you to become more home I guess. Mm, that's nice so would you say that you feel at home anywhere else uh well i can definitely say that because home is where your heart is right (laughs) yes 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 (laughs) so it's definitely good to feel right at home yeah yeah for sure like what about yourself deidre like since you've been home for this long, do you feel home at Malaysia? <sighs> That's a tricky question, but I would have to say yes and no. Oh, why is that? Um, <laughs> so I was born and raised in Malaysia, lived here my whole life. But I don't know, for some reason throughout my whole life here, I always feel like... I belong somewhere else as well. So when I left Malaysia to go to Hawaii, I felt like Hawaii was home for me. And then when I went to Kiribati in Micronesia, 
I felt at home there as well, even though I didn't stay like for so long as I did in Malaysia. So I feel at home in Malaysia and elsewhere as well. Well, that is rather interesting, don't you think? I'm sure many of our listeners are probably listening and from all over the place and different kinds of countries and cultures and all that. And many of them may not even be their own country. Yeah, that's true. So I guess that's why for this episode, we decided to call it This Is Home. Yes, we wanted to find out if people who've especially lived in different places feel like they could call two different countries home. Right, especially at this time. We want to ask our listeners, do you feel at home where you're at right now? Do you feel like you could easily be at home anywhere? Well, guess what? We happen to have some responses from people. We're gonna look into them now. First up, let's get these responses going. So we've asked around, me and Terrell have asked around. So he's asked on his side and I've asked on my side. So let me start first. This is coming from a country that greets you, Sawadika. And <laughs> this is from Sukanya. She's from Thailand. So she has lived in Hawaii for five years. She's lived in the US mainland in Arizona for nearly two years. And of course, in Thailand, she's lived there most of her life. And then now she's living in Malaysia for five years. She was saying how when she first left her home country into a new environment, the challenges she faced were, of course, food, languages, especially with different accents, how people respond to you. And also a very interesting thing, the weather. She was saying those are challenges for her in her new environment. When she left home, her home country in Thailand, she said that she likes being Thai, but she didn't feel that huge pride to make it known to other people that, oh, I'm Thai, wherever she goes. Like, she doesn't feel like she has to say that. She told me that there are different ways to love different places because all of them have special good memories. It all depends on your attitude. And she feels everywhere is home. So mm. that's very interesting. That is very interesting indeed. Like it's it's very hard for me myself to call anywhere else home when I don't have connections. Mm-hmm. But I can also share quickly about, you know, Australia, even though I was only there okay. for two years. Mm-hmm. And I was able to build so many connections. And it definitely feels home because they really care about me. And I guess like in a way, if someone cares about you and really like, has the means to get to know you. It really is an enriching experience for for you individually. And I guess like, you know, it connects to what your friend has to say also, right? Mm -hmm. Would you say, Terrell, that when you were in Australia, did you have that sense of pride or patriotism of your home country? Because Sukanya said she didn't feel like she has that huge pride. So did you feel that? You know, my biggest pride on that time is that I could speak Mandarin. (laughs) <laughs> I, gu- I guess as an advantage yeah i guess you can say that because you know i am jealous of you <laughs> <laughs> well not just that i'll be like oh i'm better than you because i can speak four languages oh i see i see yes. i see what you mean i feel okay. that huge pride of patriotism of being chinese malaysian on that time <laughs> and all right and the thing is i don't think anyone should feel pride about this you should be proud of where you're born and mm-hmm. but you shouldn't be proud of what you have to take advantage of if that makes mm, sense okay but um, did you get any yes, go- like 
anyone respond to that pride you had? Like, did you have any interesting responses to that? To be honest, like the responses I've gotten, they're pretty lenient towards okay. their own country. <laughs> <laughs> they they still claim that um, America is great, at least most mm. of them. But I like one of my responses. Uh, okay. He's he's from Malaysia. His name's Tanasega. He basically hello s- Tanasega. <laughs> yes, hello. You've been mentioned now, so you have to listen. <laughs> okay, when I interviewed him. It was really special because it re- made me realize how much I am grateful to be a Malaysian and to be able mm-hmm. to adapt to cultures as well. So he has lived in Laie, Hawaii for almost three years. And his mm-hmm. greatest challenge was to adopt an American culture in terms of Amer- the American system of education. It's very oh. different from back home in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. He feels like because... Coming to a different country, you will feel that you want to represent like your home country. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Bioyo Hawaii has a great way for us to be able to represent ourselves, to mm-hmm. tell our culture and traditions. So I think it's pretty cool in terms of that. And he mm-hmm. feels like Malaysia is more of home because that's where he was born. And that's the place <laughs> where he grew up and learned new things and experienced everything before ah, coming yes. here. Mm-hmm. I think... Even him being in Malaysia and being here, it shaped to become who he is today. And his final response was, um, as long as I always remember my country in my heart, that's what matters the most. Yeah, (laughs) because home... (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Because home can be having homes everywhere. This is his response, by the way. I'm just reading what he told me. (laughs) And he added... And thinking of being ashamed to be a Malaysian, then that is how I feel that I'm betraying my own country. Ah, I see. Yeah. So to him, really, home is Malaysia, like where he was born and raised in, huh? Yep, that's why I feel like this is an interesting response and he's still being (laughs) patriotic as well. So I'm very grateful that he has that kind of answer. (laughs) That's very interesting because I have one response as well. This one's from Malaysia. And Mm -hmm. he's lived in Thailand, Malaysia, Hong Kong, and Hawaii. But he said when he left his home country, Malaysia, he didn't have that sense of patriotism. But he said home will always be Malaysia. So even though he doesn't have that, you know, national pride or patriotism attitude, he feels Malaysia will always be home. Because like Tanasega said as well, he also feels that this is where you were born at, you grew up here, and this shaped you into who you are. So that's interesting how they relate in that way. I know. I think with this experiment, so to speak, a questionnaire, (laughs) (laughs) I think we're able to get a lot of similar kind of responses. You know, people still Mm -hmm. feel that even though they can adapt to a different country, but if you have the most connections, and if you have, Mm -hmm. and if you know where your heart is, belong to i guess you can call a different country your home for sure like even with sukanya when she mentions everywhere is home for her because there's so many ways to love different places Mm -hmm. and also like even though you have a different culture and tradition you can relate those to those people and i feel like it's it's so interesting right there's different ways of connecting yeah 100 percent Now, I'm going to move on to my second response that I've had. I think this is very interesting because he's American. Uh, His name's Mm -hmm. Alexander the First. Uh, (laughs) Shout out to Alex. The First. (laughs) Yes. 
and he's from Southern California. He said he has lived in California for 18 years from Fontana、uh-huh. and went to Rexburg, Idaho for a year and a half, then to、oh, New、wow. Zealand for two years,、mm-hmm. then here in Laie, Hawaii for six months so far.、Mm. He said each place I went have different cultures and there was different way of doing things. Like California is big, you need To keep up the pace with everyone, but then Rexburg, Idaho is small, and you know everyone, and getting around is easy. Kind of a bit boring. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> He said New Zealand is fun, and it's a learning curve for him for a different culture, and it's pretty awesome. He really loves that. Everyone、mm. there is basically your family. Here in Hawaii, is a mix of Rexburg and New Zealand. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess like he means like you know he likes to chill and people being friendly at the same time. Hmm, and also it's like small. We know each other. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and he continues on that he doesn't have. The biggest cultural pride, you know,、mm-hmm. coming from、yeah. an American. Not, <laughs> but <laughs> whoops. <laughs> sorry to the ones that's listening. I'm not trying to be stereotypical. But okay, if you all want to go after Terrell, you know he's in Hawaii and he stays in Hale. Which Hale are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he did、uh, say something very interesting though. He said Hawaii, maybe for sure, patriotism or nationalism pride has always been. America, be-、mm. but he doesn't have it too much because、mm-hmm. he saw a lot of problems in his own country, and、ah. politicians are not the best people to fix the problems that America has right now. <laughs> politicians, yeah. Yes, we don't want to get into that, but I let's I, not get into that right yeah, now. <laughs> but I know how he feels, and it's kind of a disgrace kind of feeling, and I totally understand that for sure.、Mm. I see. He also added, Hawaiian and New Zealand will feel more home because he feels that it suits what he likes to do. Because、mm. <laughs> most of them are laid back, especially the people around him here and there. Ah, I see. And finally,、uh, he also added, no, he doesn't think so in terms of betrayal because he feels like he's comfortable being at home anywhere, and he feels the re- the only reason why he feels bad. About that, it's because his technical home is California. <laughs> Technically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he said. He said he likes living in New Zealand and Hawaii more, and、mm-hmm. he doesn't feel bad about it. Okay. And he added very firmly, saying that it's his decision to know how he should feel about wherever he lives. Hmm. So and, not really anyone telling him, "Oh, this is home for you. This yes, is home for you." And where he said wherever he lives should be home. Aww, I know, right? You should be comfortable wherever you live. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. That's good. Thank you, Alex, for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's interesting. Like, I have another response. This one is really brief. I decided to try ask someone from Polynesia into the islands, and this is Damon from Fiji. So he has lived in Fiji, of course, his whole life. Australia, New Zealand, Hawaii—so similar countries as you know other people. But he feels, though, for him, he will always have his sense of pride, that patriotism, that Fiji will always be the best, that Fiji will always be. 
his home no matter where he goes. You see, there's like that difference. Like some people are like, oh, I know I was born here, but I feel more at home somewhere else. And then some are like, oh, I was born here. This is where I belong. This is home always. There's that contrast. Mm, yeah, indeed. And I feel like you know some people would be okay with that. And I would say it's almost like a fifty-fifty percent chance of people who would say this. But at the same time, I feel like it's complicated. You know, I guess <laughs> I guess it really depends on how you were brought up, and also yeah, how you course. feel being in your own country, and how you mm-hmm. would also feel in another country. You know, when you get to yeah. not be with your family for. Like let's say college for four years and going yeah. to a different country for missionary service yeah. for two years. Then I, I guess, guess it'll be easier, right? If you have family in those other countries, like it's easier to feel more at home. Yeah, exactly. That well. I totally agree with that. I also see a different point of view in terms of a different kind of perspective of friends that mm-hmm. that treats you more of a family than a family yes. that treats you more of a family. Yes. 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 I agree with that. Yeah, and it's so interesting that some of us feel that way, and I feel that a lot of times because you know my family didn't give me a lot of attention, and I always rely mm-hmm. on my friends. And I feel like mm. the responses that we get so far, it's the people around them that makes them feel like home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like even for me as well. Like I have a small family, and yes, my family's in the Philippines. They come from India. I have family in Singapore and Malaysia, but those places, for some reason, are not like I would say like oh, it's really my home, as compared to Hawaii and the islands where I met new people, where I met more connections and like discovered new things that I love about other cultures and other people. True. So it's very interesting how people really affect how you feel. Exactly, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Now I have another response that's like really interesting and really cool. Okay, <laughs> let's hear it. Yeah, her name is Olive. She mm-hmm. is from Singapore. Shout out to Singaporeans if anyone else is <laughs> listening besides Olive. <laughs> so, <Yay. laughs> so just give you a, a brief background on what she is like or what she is. She is half Ghanaian and half Chinese. Ooh, very yes. nice mix. Yeah, and she she's from Singapore. Before going to Singapore, she lived in Ghana for seven years,、mm. and then I guess she moved to Singapore for fourteen years, and then to Hawaii for almost a year now, being at school.、Mm. And he, she, <laughs> she, <laughs> not he, she. Yes, she continues on by saying like maybe getting used to the lifestyle here and communication that everyone has been one of the problems that she has, and、mm-hmm. I, I guess it makes sense because she also added saying like you know everywhere that she's been to it has always been the same lifestyle. It's a bit of a hurdle. And communication as well, cause you know there's different ways of people saying slangs and all that. Yeah, yeah. And then she ad- she added saying like she's a little bit patriotic in Singapore because she lived there longer than Ghana. Mm, okay. And, and I saw so I think it's really interesting, cause I guess the longer the place you live, you feel more sense of pride of living there. <laughs> True, that does happen to some people. But where did she live? Live first? Was she born and raised in Ghana first? Well, like、uh, she responded Ghana first. She didn't give a lot of details. <laughs> so I assume because I, I usually if you lived 
somewhere and then you move when you're older, I think you'll tend to forget like the country you're at when you were younger as mm. opposed to when you're older as well. So True. I guess you can also relate to, you know, being teenagers, you know, you'll feel more of home because that's where you make connections, you know. True, true. Very true. And then let me continue on. She also said Singapore, she feels more of home because that's where she grew up. She grew up in the community in that collectedness and to her genuine identity. Ooh, yeah. genuine identity. Interesting because like she's, so to speak, quote unquote, Blasian because she's, mm-hmm. you know, half Ghanaian, half Chinese. Asian. Yeah. yeah. And she liked to call Hawaii home more because she loves it here. <laughs> Aww, yes. Hawaii is special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's special for all of us because we feel like we made the most friends here and then it feels like more of a family here for sure. Yeah, with all the different connections for sure. Finally, Olive added for in terms of patriotism and betrayal and loyalty, she said yes because for her, she is loyal to her country. <laughs> and she said maybe it's because she knows and she feels that Singapore is where she is from. And mm. she also feels like she should contribute back to society once she grows a little bit older. Oh, that is very interesting. Yeah, and I, I know Olive as a person. And I feel like whatever she said so far in terms of what we what I asked her, the questions. Uh-huh. I feel like those are very genuine answers. And it's really, really makes me feel like, you know, she's answering from her perspective of her race. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, for sure. You have to see things like from those who have mixed race, who have lived in different countries. Like it's definitely hard to find a place, that balance of where you feel you fit in, where you belong. Yeah, 100%. I totally agree with that. That's nice. Thank you, Olive, for that response. That was really, really good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I hope she's listening, but yeah. Yes, I hope she appreciates this because, you know, one day if we become famous and then then listen to this, they're like, oh, do you know we got mentioned stardom in one of the episodes? We are trying to get real people here with real, like, life experiences. Nothing fake about our show. This Mm -hmm. is for you people. Everything is genuine over here. Yes, and we make the effort to talk to all these people. Go out of our comfort <laughs> zones. <laughs> no, right? Yeah, pushing ourselves out. I want to share my last one. This one was really interesting. I like this response from my dear friend. Are you ready for this, Terrell? Oh yeah, I'm ready to hear what he has to say. <laughs> okay, but he has a lot to say. So he's from the US in the mainland. So he's lived there most of his life. He also has lived in Hawaii and in Indonesia. It's very interesting because he says one of the challenges you would have when you move to a new environment, he mentioned occupational challenges. So I was like, wait a minute, occupational? And so he was saying like, you'll feel different when you're in a different country or a different culture where you're a student, say in Hawaii, as opposed to a missionary doing voluntary service in Indonesia. Like, you'll feel different. There'll be different types of challenges there. Of course, like many of the other respondents, they said that the adjustment to a new culture, a new lifestyle is hard. But for him, yeah, that happened. Especially in Indonesia, where he's visibly seen as an outsider. And also in many different ways. For him, Hawaii 
was where he was comfortable with the culture. Also because he has family there. But it's funny how a lot of these people mention Hawaii is a comfortable home for them. Shout out to Hawaii. <laughs> 100%. And I also feel like... You know, I'm going to say the same thing over and over again. But, <laughs> but it is indeed the connections that you've made. Yeah. It can also mean that how much relationships... Not in terms of love. <laughs> How much relationships you had to the ones you care the most. Mm-hmm. And that's even besides marriage, you know. Friendship. Of course. Friendship yeah, can also course. relate to the relationship we have. And then we can just put them together and we can realize that these people talk to me because of who I am. And mm-hmm. that's how real it is that we would feel home, right? Yeah. And also, like, my friend here, he was saying that when he left home, because, you know, US is seen as this great country, especially to, like, you know, us in Asia. We see US really as, like, the superior country because that's where you get all your job opportunities and that's where you get more freedom, in a sense. He was saying that he, when he left his home country of US, he felt, yeah, that he was the superior one his country was the superior one but he realized later on that that perspective changed because he realizes that each place no matter where you go really has its own strengths and its own flaws even though he feels like he's from the states he mentioned to me that a part of him feels like he doesn't belong in either indonesia nor in the u.s but he feels that he best identifies with Hawaii. However, he also says that he's hesitant to call Hawaii home unless he's contributing to the community. Mm. So it also goes along with what Olive said, right? Like contributing to the community that you will want to call home. And I was like, yeah, that is true. Like, I wouldn't want to just live somewhere and just like make use of its resources and not contribute back. True, to... true. I yeah. completely agree with that. And I guess it also really depends on how have people helped you and mm-hmm. how you want to give it back to them. I, I guess in a yeah. sense, it also relates to kindness and how much charity that you want to do to someone or with someone. Or especially in this case, we're going to talk about the country or the place or the state itself has contributed to you. And then you just Mm -hmm. feel like, oh, I need to do that too because they've done so much good things to me and I should do the same too. Yeah, you don't want to be like a freeloader. You want to be of use to someone and of use to the culture, to the country, you know. And I'll just share his final thoughts. So he was telling me that it's entirely possible to find another place that feels like home but to him personally he's not emotionally tied to locations Mm. he says that his priorities are with the cultures and with the values so that really goes along with like really for him home is like where you feel you fit in with the culture with the people with the right values that goes along with what you believe in as well That was like an eye-opener for me. I'm like, that is true. I agree with what he said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I also agree with what he said. And I feel like everything that he said that makes me feel like, you know what? I shouldn't feel bad if I call another place not home. I mean, also at home, so to speak. I'm not making sense now, am I? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Terrell, it's okay. We are patient enough 
to hear you out. <laughs> well, also, you know, we are also growing people, and we need to mm-hmm. learn things. And I feel like you know we're still in the process of growing. Still. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. Like things are always changing, so we all will have to learn to adapt to new experiences, new locations, different cultures, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Just a quick shout out before. Uh, we wanted to add our final speaker. Is that mm-hmm. uh, I like to say thank you to Indra from Indonesia and Florencia from Indonesia, and also Lily from Papua New Guinea, because they had they taken their time to answer their questions in terms mm-hmm. of what we have for the interview, and all of them have wonderful responses. But we want to save someone that's really special right at the end. <laughs> Oh yes, we want to save this one from our dear friend Janelle, who is from Malaysia. She's a Chinese Malaysian, but she has lived in different countries, many different countries. She's lived in Europe. She's gone around Asia. Now she's currently in the U.S. in the mainland, in Utah especially. With Janelle, you're gonna hear her response because she's just so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. So here's Janelle. My name is Janelle, and I am from. Well, I grew up in Kutaling Jaya, Malaysia, and I've lived in Utah for the past five years or so. What challenges did I face in my new environment? Uh, I think I was pretty. I I didn't really face any challenges. I guess I I've always. I don't know. I I think I adapted really well because I've. Been to America before, and each time I stay for a month or so, and it wasn't too hard for me being in Utah because I already had a lot of friends from church, and I was already quite acquainted <laughs> with the American culture and stuff like that through media, I guess. But definitely, of course, like the first few days were hard because, like, like oh, what do I what do I do with myself? I feel kind of lonely. But I got over it pretty quickly. I made really good friends, and people here are generally very open-minded and accommodating to people from different cultures. And I feel like having many people from Utah who serve missions, they are quite accommodating and understanding, and maybe even like adaptive of different cultures, like tolerate tolerant, I guess. Did I feel a sense of patriotism and national pride when I first left my home country? I think I definitely did. It was really funny because, like, growing up in Malaysia, people have always called me a banana and stuff like that. But after coming here, I I realized like how lucky am I am to be a Malaysian because I feel like my background is like my my identity, and I just feel like stronger sense of individuality when I'm here, and I'm grateful for my the diverse background that I grew up in <laughs> that is Malaysia because life is boring when it's bland, you know, when everybody tries to assimilate and be the same as one another. Oh, and also one more thing, growing up, I've always cringed that people try to fake their accents because I don't know who they're trying to impress, but you know those. Kind of people who would talk in like a British, Australian, or American accent when you know very well they were like born and raised in like Subang Jaya or something. Who are you trying to impress? Like it's kind of sad as well. Like, are you ashamed of your Malaysian accent? Like, do you feel that speaking in a foreign accent does it make you feel 
like you're better than everyone else, you're more high class, more educated, whatever, you know, like I never got that. I've always hated that and I think it's like the dumbest thing ever. Which is why I made it a point to retain my accent despite being here for like five years. I don't care, you can call me Chinatech or Fob all you want. But yeah, it's who I am, you know? And I cannot forget where I came from and I just feel really awkward if I try to talk in another accent. I still say like the number like three. <laughs> I refuse to say it three. I know I can say it three. I know you're supposed to say it three but you know being Malaysian <laughs> it's just how I, I'm I'm used to saying it. I cringe at myself saying three already so I'll just keep on saying three. Okay like it's nice being in um, America but I feel like Malaysia would always be home and Malaysian food will never be as good here. And I was I was um FaceTiming my my best friend a best friend of mine the other day and it felt really good <laughs> speaking in full blown Malaysian accent. It's just yeah, it's just so fun. I I love the way we talk like nowhere else in the world where people would speak like us in in four different languages in one sentence. I think it's, yeah, it's really unique and funny. It's funny how when I'm back in Malaysia, I would get asked a lot whether I'm a local or stuff like that. All the time, every day. But then when I'm here, all they see me as is just like Asian or like a typical Malaysian. And yes, I, I think I would, I would feel like I'm betraying my homeland if I call another country as my citizenship. It kind of like, in a way, like erases your history and your identity, I guess. Okay, I, I'm stuttering, I'm nervous. I just want this to be perfect, okay? But yeah, Deidre, um, thank you for giving me an opportunity to be part of your podcast. I feel very honored. Okay, thank you. Bye! Alright, so that was Janelle. And from what Janelle said, Malaysia will always be home to her. This has definitely been a fascinating topic. We've had so many good responses. Like, I'm just so happy to hear different kinds of responses from different people. So for me, I really do realize that home is really where the heart is. And I may not have lived in a certain place for a long period of time, but I just feel right. And I just feel like I was at home in all these places. I don't know. I, should, I can just call them home. And... Who says we're only allowed to call one place home anyway? Yeah, I also completely agree with that, Deidre. You know, mm -hmm. home is definitely your, where your heart is. With all the connections that you made all throughout your times of being alive, uh, we, can, we can't speak so much because we only live our lives to <laughs> mid-20s. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and <But> still. <laughs> well, sometimes I feel like our childhood the age from 1 to 5 or 5 to 10 would not matter too much because <laughs> we barely remember anything unless, you know, they grew up with you and they go to the same school as you, then yes. And I also want to give feedback to the ones who answered these questions in terms of patriotism. Mm -hmm. Even though you feel like you grew up in a place, you feel like you want to give, give it back to them, I feel like you still want to con somehow contribute to the... Play other places that you've lived in, especially let's say in Hawaii. You know, if you lived here so far, or let's say four years, three to four years, mm -hmm. you want to do something at the end. We were taught very easily that we should have charity and do service towards others. But oh, at the yeah. same time, I feel like, you know, if uh, there's a place that lets you live 
as a home, you should somehow contribute. And you'll never know one day you'll be a blessing towards others or to others because of what we are doing specifically right now. Mm-hmm. I agree. So wherever you guys may be, we hope you are feeling at home right now. Please do stay connected. Please stay safe, guys. And always know that you have a home here with us, here at DT Talks. Yes, 100%. And I would also like to add that if you want to add any questions or just <laughs> any feedback as well, leave it to the comments down below. And we would like to hear from you as well and to see what you yes. have. Because all of us have different perspectives in life. Mm-hmm. And some of us might call a place a home more than the other. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, be active on our Facebook page. Always engage with us. And yes, and give it a like. And share it to your friends if you really like to. And mm-hmm. yeah, this is us. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you for <laughs> tuning in to DT, DT Talks. Talks.